I want people to feel like they are connected in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I like that. This is a production of Zoomix Radio. Okay, so Zoomix Radio is important because que ofrece espacios para diálogo y escuchar diferentes voces. Esta es una producción de Zoomix Radio. We are a community station powered by youth. This is DJ Rel and Catch Wreck. And we are Bang Radio. Bang 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 bang. We bring you Boston-based music, arts, events, and lifestyle. Friday mornings, tune in at 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. because we're on 94.9 FM Zoomix Radio. Also, we're cool. Yeah. (laughs) It's King Fire, you're now listening to Bang Radio, and I got that bang on me. Expecting me to fold, stay down ten toes, footprints in the stone. I was trapping on my own, late nights I'm all alone. I just ran up a light dub, bright ideas, light bulbs. Find bitch up the nightclub, freestyle like a cipher. Don't get caught up in the light, cause all my bottles on ice above. Lead them dog like, had them stripping all night. They just wanna smoke pipe, hit them raw, you roll dice. And my sister for advice. Told me rap them goals right. No, I got my goals right. Hundred mil in my sights. I gotta work hard, pay the price. I'm moving work hard, sell it right. I'm running through the bag, getting cash. That's all I know. If I catch slipping, no, it's different, man. I gotta go. Fight man, getting chicken. I be dripping all kind of clothes. I just ran the shit up. They might see me in the front door. I'm running through the bag, getting cash. That's all I know. If I catch slipping. No, it's different, man, I gotta go Fight man, getting chicken I be dripping all kind of clothes I just ran the shit up They might see me in the ground to go Late nights with a light skin Hit a thunderstorm lightning Watching light bright blend Cartier, see my kid Gang, gang, ISIS You ain't getting money, it's a crisis I don't need no more vices Thick chick, she enticing Bring the fury like Tyson Judge and jury suck my MMA sh- I kicks, hit the with the nightstick. Lord of haters won't like this. I'm the nigga that your wife miss. Fig so righteous. I can lead you to the light quick. I'm running through the bag. Getting cash, that's all I know. If I catch a slipping, know it's different, man. I gotta go. Fight man, getting chicken. I be dripping all kind of clothes. I just ran the shit up. They might see me in the ground go. I'm running through the bag. Getting cash, that's all I know. If I catch Slip, slip. No, it's different, man. I gotta go. Fight man, getting chicken. I be dripping. 
no kind of close. I just ran the shit up. They might see me in the crown of gold. Live. This is Bang Radio. Bang Bang. This is Lou Bangers. And your boy Jake. We in the got building. Special guest this morning, King Fire. Welcome, sir. How y'all doing tonight, man? I mean, this morning. My name King Fire. I'm mm-hmm. in the building. I'm glad y'all have me here today. Yeah, man. And we just listened to All I Know. That's one of your new joints. One of my new joints. Yeah, I just um did that with a producer from. I want to say he's from Alabama. Mm. He actually produced for Gunna. I don't know if you heard Gunna's first, well, not his first project, but Drip Season 2. Mm-hmm. He has a song on there called Phase. It's like one of the best songs on there. Mm. Same producer. Now, how do you how do you link with Cats um, on the production? Like, how do you how do you get connected with this dude in Alabama? You seen the work and liked it, or you just reached well, out? Well, yeah, I went to 83C last year or the year before. Mm. What, like, when Gunna was, like, right before he put out Drip Season 3, right? Dope. So I went and I seen Gunna. And dude was like moving around because you know A3C is like a festival. Yeah. So he was moving around, and I was like, I had my regular producer Cartier C. He's been tapped in with all the producers. He knows who's who and all mm-hmm. the producers. And he was like, Yo, that's Gunner's producer. I went up to him, introduced myself. Pretty much connected right there, you know, because it's kind of like a networking event. So people are open to that in those kind of environments. So. I advise like any artist who's like trying to do things like that. You should definitely get in those kind of spaces. That see, I'm glad we're starting off there because uh, I don't know very many people from this city or you know local local artists who actually make that step to go to a, a AC3 or a South by or something like that. So exactly, what what was the um, process that made you like what what led you to do that? Take that on. Well, um, honestly, I went to A3C like right before I really started taking um like rap really seriously. I went there for like the first time in like 2015, I want to say. Mm. And it was actually like right before my mom died. That's why it was kind of like special to me because I'll never forget that time. My mm. first time in Atlanta. And it was just like the most amazing like hip-hop experience I had in my life. Like mm. it was like I was making music before. I wasn't taking it super seriously. But when I went that one time, it was almost like I seen everything it could be. You know what I mean? I seen so many people. I couldn't even. I can't even count the amount of artists I seen. Just like going to the mall, things like that. And um, you know, me and my, me and Cardi S C, we just took the leap and went just to see what it was. And that first, and after we went that one time, we just took it way more seriously from there. Wow. Yeah. That is very courageous. Yeah. Because that that's the extra step that you have to take for the career that you want. Literally, yeah, literally. And it's like when we went again, like I said, we. I met with that producer who made that song, and um, I actually seen another artist from out here, and we like linked up out there. Totally. Like we wasn't even really, but we like seen each other. We at did a A3. show before at A three C, and I just seen him like on the grounds. You know what I'm saying? And we just like linked up from there, and um, I actually have a song with him too on my last project, totally. just from that connection we made at that same trip. <laughs> you talk about the passing of your mother. Yes, I also heard from the track that we just played. You also referenced your sister. And mm-hmm. I wanted to ask, how big is family, the value? Oh, God. My family is so huge. So it's like, it's like, you know, and like half my family's born in the summertime. So we're getting into cookout season. Ooh. Cookouts every weekend, you know. Summer it's birthdays like, are the best, man. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a summer baby, too. So it's kind of like, it's just nonstop in the summertime. Just family. I have nine brothers and sisters. You know yeah. what I mean? Five sisters, four brothers, ten, all of us, including me. So it's like. I, family's been everything for me my whole life. I just always had like a packed house, a whole bunch of people around. People like, because my family's from Jamaica, 
So people would like as, as they came to America and make like the transition, my house was the first stop for everybody because my mom was like the ace at like helping people make that transition. She'll help you go get set up at school, help you go get set up at the hospital, mm. help you fill out your applications for jobs. Like she was that kind of person. Wow. So it was like I pretty much grew up in that environment with the person who pretty much did that. So it was like family is kind of like everything for me. Like even my DJ is my little cousin. You know what I mean? Like that, like wow. I, I was there when he was born. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like your family is pretty much like gotta keep pretty it, big for me. Yeah, keep it close. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's like my family's dynamic, so I believe in like all of our capabilities. So it's like mm. it's not hard for me to do that. You know what I mean? Were you the first generation born in the U.S.? Yes. Wow. Yep. Yep. How does that feel? How does that play in your family? It's interesting because it's like, <clears throat> like I said, since my family's so big and I have a lot of like older siblings that are like we have like a big gap in age. You know what I mean? Like. 17, 19, 21 years, like wow. that kind of age. So, so you're they, the youngest. I'm, I have two younger. Okay. So it's like, it, it's just like they have a whole life, like before America, you know what I mean? They could just like, and they're like referring to things like that. And it's just like, I'm trying to like understand it. And it's like, I have like the full, more or less perspective of being in America my entire life. So it's like, we kind of just see things a little differently, but it gives me a nice balance of understanding of like how like life can be. You know what I mean? And it's all, it's like having like extra parents too, like older siblings. And how is that relationship between your music and your family? Do your family support your... Oh God, they they love it. They love it. Like uh, I have cool, uncles, cool. they call me the rapper. Like it's so <laughs> funny. Like even before like I even like did anything like crazy. Like I remember the first little song I put on YouTube like a while ago. Oh my God. My mom was telling everybody about it. <laughs> nice. My sister in law. Everyone just loved it. It was crazy. It's like, now they just, they just refer to me as the rapper. Like, I'm the rapper. Like, it's funny. So they're super supportive of it. So when you dropped that video on YouTube, how long ago? Take a spot. Oh, uh, that was like, that wasn't even a video. It was like, it was like probably like my first song I ever did. Just like, it was me and my boy. Um, His name's Forte. He's actually an artist out here now, too. Me and him, like, super close. He went to high school together, and we was like, literally like in my house just like working on music just like trying things out and it was like we found like a beat on youtube like a ninth one to be and i was like i want to get in this bag right now and he's like all right cool so we just went and did that and then we did the song and we put it up and like a lot of people liked it you know what i mean it was called a glimmer but that was the name of the beat so it was just kind of like a little freestyle but yeah and then it was just like from there it was just like people just it just kind of gave me like like affirmation to like keep going you know what i mean so I feel like that's a pretty common like pathway or entryway. It's like, man, I like this. I want to get on it. But like, what? At what point? What did you? When did you make the shift to like? I need my own production. I need my own sound. I need to make my own music mm. that doesn't. You know what I mean? Not just going off of some something yeah. that's already out there that you think is dope. It's, what's interesting is like I kind of got. I had that mindset pretty early. Mm-hmm. Like, because at first, like I got to the point where it was like, all right, I'm trying to find beats because I was like, I'm not really big on doing like a lot of like cover songs. Like, I, I don't really like doing that too much. So it was like, all right, I got to find me some beats. Then I was like, ah, beats cost money. Didn't have the money. I was like, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get me Fruity Loops and start making some beats. Mm. And I started making beats. And it was like, you know, I wasn't the best producer. I don't think I was the best producer, but I had some good beats. You know what I mean? I even have a song with um, Dave East from earlier, like, before Nas got to him. like, wow. And it was on a beat I made. And it was like, I literally only sent him the song because it was like, all right, I made this beat. I already got a verse on it. I'll just send them this. Yeah, yeah, that way I don't got to worry about trying to get a clip, having to pay someone for the beat. You know what wow. I mean? It was just kind of out of necessity. Mm. And, like, down the road, like, it was, like, probably one of the best investments I ever made. You know wow. what I mean? Like, yeah. 
So it was like it was a beautiful thing. That's awesome. And it was like I, I always had the attitude where it's like I need to like make original content. Like I want like I didn't want to sample. I want like when I was making me, I don't want to sample. I want someone to sample me. You mm. know what I mean? So I was always in that mind frame. Like when I was going around making my music, and then like I said, Cardi C, my my guy who's my main producer now, he wasn't even making beats at the time and I was like but he had he low key has like a family that's pretty much in music already and it was like he's like a quiet guy so you wouldn't really know but it's like once he starts I'm like why don't you make beats you know what <laughs> I mean it's like why don't you do that like and then he's like and I already know the kind of guy he is because I remember you know back in the Nextel days you know how hard it was to get like songs on your Nextel sure. he knew how to do it so it was like the guy that knows how to do this. You know, he knows how to his way around the computer. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, Trust not intimidated me. by technology, exactly. And dirty and figuring it out. You'll do the research and all that. And like, I just knew that about his character. And I was like, I bet you. And like, he loved music. He like, like I said, he's the one that putting all the songs on my iPod, mm. on my phone. Like, he was that guy. Like, you go to him for the music. So it's like, I bet you. The minute you start learning how to make your own. You're gonna you're gonna be obsessed. You know what I'm saying? And like I more or less try to direct him in that path, and that's kind of how it worked out. And he makes unbelievable beats now, mm. unbelievable. So like, you guys, by working together, developed your skills. Yep. Wow. Literally. And how did you meet Cardi C? Like, oh. it, was it like school, high school? I met him at the park. I was. I'm a wow. yeah, no lie. I'm like I'm a year older than him. I was a freshman in high school. He was like an eighth grader going into high school. So it was like. I was playing on an AAU basketball team. I was inside the gym, but it was like after practice, we were still like in there playing. We had nine players. We needed another player, and he was outside shooting around by himself. But he's and he's like really, he's pretty tall. He's like six five, <laughs> and he was like a tall kid. You know what I mean? So he was like probably like six two back then, like thirteen. It was like I went to go get a drink of water, and, and I told the coach, I was like, I don't know, I see some tall kid outside playing. Want me to ask him if he wants to play? And then they're like, Yeah, and then. I brought him inside. I was like, oh, you want to play? He was like, yeah. And he came in, and then it was like, we've been cool ever since. Like, mm. Ever since. Like, no lie. It just goes to show how big community is, you know? To Definitely. place in it's because you guys linked up from that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing. Literally, in, in Cambridge, yep. And spe- Yeah, so speaking of um, community, Cambridge, tell the people a little bit about where you're from and, uh, and how that has influenced the art you make. Well, yeah, I'm from Cambridge. I'm from the Port neighborhood of Cambridge. Mm-hmm. And um, if, you, if you ask... Guys from Cambridge, like the poor neighborhood, that's probably that the the side I say that has a little more edge. You know what I mean? Like compared, like now I don't want to compare it to anyone else, but like people probably feel that way about the poor. You know what I mean? So like I guess that it was always like we always had like a competitive edge to us, and like the P, and like we have a lot of good rappers. I don't really know how that happened, but a lot of us are pretty good. And Cambridge rappers in general, I think, are all pretty good. Mm. Like. Millie's is nice. Mm-hmm. I got my young boy G Nipsey. He's like unbelievable. Don Dizzy, unbelievable. Even back to like guys like NBS. Mm-hmm. Like I, wow. I knew them when I was young because one of my best friends that was like his older brother's like best friends. It was just it was just and they're going around the world making music around now. the world. And like mm-hmm. and I know them like Chilling. Thanksgiving. I'd see them. You know what I'm saying? Like I go over to his house. They're there. You know what I'm saying? And it's like they've been nice, been nice. So it's like. Shout out to Natural Born Spitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nux, you know what I'm saying? Flash, good dudes for real. I knew them for a long time. And it was like, I don't know. So I guess we always kind of had the culture. And then where I lived exactly, I literally lived right behind the Middle East. You know the McDonald's right across from the Middle East? Yeah. I lived on that street right there. Wow. Yeah, so it was like I used to go out 11 o'clock. You just see, you know, 
you know what the concert looks like. I'm a kid. I'd see this, like, every night. Right. And in the front of my house was the Elks. And then the Elks, they always had, like, they had, like, underground rock festivals, sure. like, things like that. Like, so it was, like, for me, it was always, like, I'm looking out the window, and all I see is, like, activity. Live like, music. Yep. You know, we got graffiti alley, like I'm that. Say, right. All the murals everywhere. So it was, like, I was kind of always, it was always, like, in my face, like, you know what I mean? Even, I never even felt like I was that artistic. But it was like it was always kind of unavoidable, mm-hmm. and you're right. It's you're surrounded by it, and exactly. it has to just like attached a little bit to mm-hmm. yourself. Like, it's just like you just absorb it. Exactly. You know what I mean. And um, do you get like this uh, when people uh, when you say to them, "I'm from Cambridge," do you get the kind of like, "Wait, isn't that a, a like a sort of like a um, MIT, Harvard, and stuff like that?" Yeah, we get that a lot. Does that motivate you? Yeah, because it's like you know, it's like. Everyone that lives in Cambridge can't go to MIT and Harvard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I mean, especially now, that was probably the most gentrified place in, like, Mass. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, so I've seen, like, the whole change happen from going growing up in the 90s to, like, now just watching the whole transition to Cambridge. And even, like, even like in, like, uh, in, like, current times, they're talking about rent control. I remember when rent control left Cambridge. I remember right. when it was, like, when we had it. You know what I mean? So it's like... It it really did like it, it really shifted and it's like if you wasn't really there, you don't really know what was really going on in the city. Because I'm gonna think to think like uh, if you've seen people leave that area that your neighborhood. Oh God, we we're, we're all gone, all gone. Like my whole neighborhood. I literally because I moved out to like Malden, Medford area, like Everett area. I see all the people I grew up with around there now. Mm. Like I just see them walking around. Like I used to see them walking around when we lived in Cambridge. Like, and how does that influence you when you write? Oh, it, it motivates me to want more because it's like you can't be getting pushed out because you don't have enough. You know what I mean? That's just kind of how. Mm. That's because it was ironic. I actually worked like in real estate for a short time. Wow. Yeah, like when I was like younger, like I like got a little, I got my real estate license and I was like trying to trying to do that. You know what I mean? Because it was like I was working like another job and it was just like ugh, it wasn't enough. And I was like, I started reading some books. I was like, ooh, real estate. You know what I mean? And I was like, mm-hmm. let me see what this is about. And then. So I got in there, I kind of really, under, like, I really learned about, the side. yeah, like, the business side of, like, just, like, like real estate, just, like, just, like, the business of gentrification, essentially. You know what I mean? See. I, you know, I see how, like, how it really, like, changed. You know what I mean? And I see what drives it. I think it's so powerful for people to hear something like that because I think, you know, we get this sort of one-dimensional impression of artists. And yeah. I think I think it's important to know that, like, we're all, you know, human and intellectually mm-hmm. curious and business savvy and like there's yep. other things going on with you that um that you're interested in learning about and Always. i think that that's 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 dope and i mean there's power too you know you, you gotta like you're under you were interested in understanding the dynamics that were shaping a community you grew up in like that's literally yeah mm. yeah i was literally like that's one thing what you just said like understanding the dynamics that shape my community i literally been like studying things like that like my whole life mm. like i don't know like i I always been kind of curious about things like that, just like why certain people are in certain situations and like how certain decisions can impact. Like even since I was a little kid, I was just like, I'm the kind of kid I never really forget people because I kind of want to see what's gonna happen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't really forget anybody. Mm-hmm. Like names, faces, I kind of remember. You know what I mean? Like I, I have a good memory like that, and I always just like. I don't know. I'm all. I'm just interested in stuff like that. Like I just want to like uh, like sociology. I guess mm. you know what I mean. I'm like I'm interested in that. Student of the world. Le- definitely. That's a perfect description. Sharpening. 
your skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Always. Well, let's get into some more music, man. Let the people hear some of some of how it filters into the art, and uh, and we'll let's be back it. after that. Definitely. Radio. I was lighting clean like the balls of the dough I just want the cheese talking balls of the 
I've been getting skillers still stash in my quarters. No, I need a navy and a dash for the orders. Got like 160 on the dash, and I hope I never crash it. No one grass with your daughter. Was a young with them halves in them quarters. No, I remember days making plays on border. Remember college days ran cash. I was never going to class. I was dripping like a glass of the water. And I six seventeen, no, we all it. K5 from the bridge, we be ballin'. Danny Bridges, no, I got him till we fall it. I was grind from the bottom, now I'm all it. And that's six seventeen, no, we all it. K5 from the bridge, we be ballin'. Danny Bridges, no, I got him till we fall it. I was grind from the bottom, now I'm all it. Swear I never cry if he die setting up, cause now I'm Bronx, no side, he don't give a f. No five, poor life, can't get enough. Ever since the mama died, I ain't giving up. I ain't never giving up, I ain't giving up. Spin like the Riddler, your main man's a diddler. 100 man signature, fight can't get with you. No, I've been a n with the fire ass literature. Selling peas, I got cheese in the bay. Call up on my bro, no, I need me a plate. I've been drinking these, man, I need it today. Money running low, bitch, I need me a plate. Hunters in the safe, I was getting money a day. No, it ain't sunny a day. I don't f with they be funny anyway. All them little watching money anyway, we getting money. And that's 617, no, we all it. K5 from the bridge, we ball it. Danny Bridges, no, I got him till we fall it. I was grind from the bottom, now I'm all it. And that's 617, no, we all it. K5 from the bridge, we ball it. Danny Bridges, no, I got him till we fall it. I was grind from the bottom, now I'm all it. And we're back. Bang Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Lou Bubba Bangers. And I'm your other host, Jake. We and just heard All In from our special guest, King Fire, in the building. Yeah. Fire. For in listeners who are just tuning in, King Fire is in the building. And we uh, started off that segment with Dower um, and then switched into some Joyner Lucas and some Knuckles. So uh, so, so, getting back to uh, to our special guest, man, um, why don't we talk a little bit about those songs we just played and, and uh, you know, a little bit about the, the, the last couple of music projects you've dropped uh, for the peoples. All right. So um, Dower and All In, those two songs are super special for me because it was almost like Dower was a song I created where it kind of like made me really take everything seriously. Mm-hmm. Created Dower. And it was like, it was almost like I knew I had a song before I even finished it. You know what I mean? Like once I like, because I recorded it in my house. Like I said, I used to do everything myself. I recorded that song in my house, and I was like, once I got that voice, I was like, nah, this is it. Like I, I had one verse on it, and um, you know, I, you know, Dutch or Bell played it for her, and um, and her Shout and Marquise, and they were like in love with the song. Mm. It was like from there, it was just like that almost opened up my doors for everything because it was like she started bringing me on shows with her and everything, and then I was like, all right, I got this one song that's great. And I had, like, old songs that, like, I just didn't want to perform anymore. And I was like, all right, I need more songs. So the second song I do after Dower is All In. Mm. And it was almost like I was in that same pocket and, like, same feeling. A great transition. Great transition. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, and they just, and I dropped them, like, right after each other. Not, like, right right after each other, but, like, Dower, then All In. They both just, like. I feel like they have an energy Ooh. to them that's a little dick. Like, you know, when we started, the song we started off with was, like, kind of mm. more low-key, which is, which is dope too but this yeah. was definitely like exactly that was some like summertime music exactly you know, like. literally and i probably dropped out like around the same time of the year like so it was like it, it had that whole vibe like so yeah it was like it, it like i like you said energy all that like it's anthemic like those are the songs i, I love those songs those are like two of my favorite songs to perform mm. like i love doing all in like and all in still like 
growing. It's weird. Like I, I put that song up maybe like two years ago, uh-huh. and it's still growing. Like I look on my like numbers, it's like it's still growing. People are still. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it? The streams, like it's still going up. What's it like performing these two songs, and then your reaction while you're on stage performing and seeing people's reaction? Oh uh, man, are uh, you attentive to those? Like, like, um, I do. I do watch people's reactions, but I try not to get too caught up in them because it's like. What if they don't react well? And like, am I? Is that going to change what I'm doing up there? Their energy, you know Psyche. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like I don't. I'm not. I don't try to get too caught up in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it is always fun because especially when I do it out here, it's at the point where people know those songs. Right. So it's like people are singing along with them, and like that feeling is probably one of the best feelings ever. Like that alone, just like mm. people knowing the words to your song and enjoying something that you made. That is like everything feel like anyone who makes music I feel like mm. it's the validation of knowing that you're from a city and mm-hmm. they love your music and they know it even more and it's even crazier like when people who don't know you like the song you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. When, when your friends like it it's like it's great cool. it's great and it's like y'all know me so you know everything I'm saying it's like it's like yeah but it's like the people who don't know me and it's like yeah I'm feeling this right. you know what I'm saying like that <laughs> is like it reminds me of this ad I seen on the T that was like your mom should be your first customer not your only customer or something like you know yeah, that's that's very true <laughs> so. that's exactly true and I was kind of always like had my mind on that mm. where it's like you gotta I like I gotta get outside of people that know me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying just so speaking on that a little bit like how how do you feel like um because you mentioned like Dutch Rebel and Keith and and you know I feel like it's such a small city there's so like everybody knows each other yeah um how do you feel like the the community had like what has been your experience of the music scene out here we were talking about it a little off air um and i feel like it's an interesting time because that scene is always changing and, and yeah. i'm actually really excited about where it's headed it seems like it's heading in a good i'm spot, excited about but, where it's headed too though personally yeah. right now because it's like i've been watching it for a while and i remember it in 2013 you know what i mean like i remember it was people, not a very welcoming spot <laughs> yeah it wasn't it was it was hard to get in you know what i mean it, it just wasn't many spaces for it there wasn't as many people participating because like at the end of the day i look at it like everyone has to do their part to make things happen you know what i mean you got to give credit to every single guy who puts on a showcase for artists mm. you know what i'm saying because they're playing a part in keeping the scene alive mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying giving people places to perform every radio station that plays a local artist you got to give them credit because they're letting people know that this thing's going on out here and so it's like as long as there's more participants i think you're going to get more things happening because more people going to try to do things more ideas are going to come and i knew from a space where it's like once it grew once more people get interested in doing it once more people see people doing things they're going to want to get in it's just going to get better from there and i feel like we're getting into that space where that's what's happening Mm -hmm. like like as like we have a lot of good like show spaces like the pull up that Keith and anyone throws. Yep. Beautiful showcase. Like beautiful show everywhere. Yeah, you know? I'm like they've done it with Middle East. Too. Yeah, Middle everywhere. East, Sonia, yep. once. They did all those the good music showcases that Al C does at Maggie's. Yep. Like I remember Maggie's before it used to be called like My House or something. Mm-hmm. And then Al C I see he fills that place up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mass Wave, they have Wonder Bar. Even Mark Marin used to throw his showcases, so it's like everyone. Shout out to Mark. Everyone has to. The everyone man. has to play their part. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And like, and I think it's going to a positive space. There's a lot of artists making good music, so the artists are playing their part. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to play 
local music because you can find you can literally find something from you, that you like from like somebody. You know what I mean? There's so many artists out here where you can really get any flavor you're looking for. That's what we love to do this show, you know. And and thank you for being one of our thank you. local guests coming up here to share and, your story with with the people. You and know? I want to thank you guys for having me here yeah, because man. that just shows that you guys appreciate the whole situation you know what i mean and, I, and i'm appreciative of that like ultimately of course of course you know I mean? so one special question we always like to ask our uh, our guests because a little bit about the space we're in zoom mix radio which is sometimes programmed and run by youth um mm-hmm. and you know there's other youth creative class classes and programming going on in this building so uh what what kind of gem do you have for the youth what do you what do you have for the young people whether or not they're pursuing creative dreams or want to be a rapper which is you know, my thing is, I I, I want to tell the youth, whatever you're doing, be consistent in it. Mm-hmm. Less, nothing's gonna steal your dream from you faster than consistency will, or a lack of consistency will. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're doing, I don't care what you're doing. If you want to start a business, you you're making things, you're selling things, you're going to work. You got to show up to work every single day. You know what I mean? You can't be sometimes with it. If you're making songs, you can't make a song today. You like it, you start making songs for a year. You know what I mean? Like. You got to keep going because you're going to keep getting better every single time you do something. If you're in the gym, you want to be a bodybuilder, you have to work out every week. You know what I mean? Like, And that's what I'm learning from myself right now. And that's something I would pass on to a younger me and to anyone else mm. who, honestly, I don't even care if you're older than me. That's the <laughs> right. advice that's priceless. Just You got to stay consistent with whatever you're trying to do. Gems for everybody, not just the youth. Mm-hmm. Word. 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 No lie. All right. Well, um... We're we're kind of approaching the end of our clock time, but uh, before we get into our last bit of music, why don't you let folks know where they can find you and uh, what to expect, what's coming up, what should they be looking for? Y'all can find me on Instagram at One Fire Main. I'm on SoundCloud, King Fire, Apple Music, Spotify, title, all of that, King Fire. Just Google King Fire, it'll come up. F I Y A. F I Y A. Yep, King. You know how to spell King. <laughs> F I Y A. And um. I have new music coming out probably in the fall. I just recently dropped Benefits. That project's out available everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just recently dropped a music video for Beneficial with C. Wells. So check that out on YouTube. And, um, yeah, just, just tap in with me. Follow me. Ask me questions. Whatever. I'm out here for you. Just have a great day, everybody. Word, word. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, yeah, we what the song we're about to get into is uh, Ounces. So uh, you want to get the people prepped a little bit for for, for oh, the send off. This is ounces from King Fire, one of my favorite songs. I hope y'all enjoy it because I know I love it. Let's do this. Like, like, bang. Yeah, shot 
trying to tell you I am blessed with him. Send my young, young, got a vest with him. I remember when you wasn't there for me. Mama used to pray and she was scared for me. Coming for your chain and prepare for me. I remember when you wasn't there for me. No, you wasn't there for me. No, you wasn't there for me. No, you wasn't there for me. I remember when you wasn't there for me. I remember when she wasn't there for me. First met the chick, she wasn't scared of me. Can't accord, they can shed a tear for me. Middle finger to the Jason, put no fear of me. Oh my god, I never been this scared. Oh my dogs, ain't with them wet. Oh five rocks, I'm in they shit. Oh five cars, I'm switching every end. Can't stop the pain of rain, so deal with it. I see swiping to maintain, I'm feeling it. I was grinding to make change, no deals with it. Grew up with them Jamaicans and real hitters. FaceTime the plug, I need a deal. Game time, what's up? I'm in the field. Yeah, that bitch is a dub, I couldn't deal with her. I ain't switching it up, I keep it real. I remember when you wasn't there for me. Mama used to pray and she was scared for me. Coming for your chain and prepare for me. 